0: Hi there, I'm Jason,
1: and I'm Joseph,
0: and this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 1, Stranger in a Strange Land, so let's get into it with the recap. Boba Fett barely escapes the Sarlacc that swallowed him, only to be left for dead by the Jawas who steal his armor. He is captured by Tusken Raiders and unable to fight his way out of their encampment. Years later, Fett and Fennec Shan take control of the Hutt's criminal empire on Tatooine, including Jabba's palace. They receive tribute from local business owners and gain the services of two Gamorrean guards. Fett, Shan, and the guards visit the sanctuary, a cantina in Mos Espa run by Garza Fwip. Outside the cantina, the group is ambushed by assassins who they manage to fend off. Shan manages to capture one of the assailants. Fett, badly wounded, is taken back to the palace by the guards. In the back to tank, he remembers his time with the Tuscans.
1: Okay, so this is going to be continuing the Western motif that Favreau and Filoni are playing with, which is great. What this is also going to be is, ext- I think, abstractly nonlinear in its narrative. And I think that is, was not something I was expecting at all, that this was going to be... I thought this was going to be a little more straightforward, but the flashbacks are and, our, and our artistic backlands, the, I mean, this is... Directed by Robert Rodriguez, yes. And it had all the stylistic constructs here, like the way he films, the way he does his flashbacks. It's all there. It's hard for me to gauge so much when the episode is one part of a nonlinear narrative. What I saw, I liked. I love the action sequence. I like what Fett is trying to do. I still feel like there's something missing that we haven't seen yet. And I don't just mean characters. I mean like something inherently core about the show. So I'm excited to see what happens, but also my excitement has nothing to do with Boba Fett. It has to do with everything else around it.
0: Yeah, Boba Fett might actually be one of the least interesting parts of the show.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm going with here. Uh, yeah, sure, it's cool that we saw how we escaped the Sarlacc and like a whole bunch of fanboys can finally have their wet dream moments, you know?
0: I think the coolest thing about that is how well that it syncs up with Patton Oswalt's uh, Park and Rex bit.
1: Yep. That's pretty much how we imagined Star Wars being the whole Boba Fett fanboy vibe. And there it is. So someone was listening to that Parks and Recs episode and uh, just made a show about it.
0: I mean, people have been waiting for Boba Fett to come back in canon for decades. It was a big fucking deal when it happened in The Mandalorian last season.
1: Yeah, people have been screaming for Boba Fett content for decades. And I'm just not one of those people.
0: Neither of us are those people.
1: I I never cared about the Boba Fett character. I thought he was cool in the original trilogy, um, but that's it. Like he was cool in the same way like Bosk was cool in the original trilogy. There for five seconds, I, I didn't really take on the same like. Oh, he's the most biggest badass on the planet in the galaxy in all the galaxies. Like, I mean, I guess he has cool green armor.
0: What, what I've always said since The Mandalorian started is that, like, The Mandalorian as a character is basically everything everyone wanted Boba Fett to be.
1: Yeah, but then we had The Mandalorian, so we didn't need Boba Fett. So now they're making Boba Fett into The Mandalorian. And that's fine, because this is at least he's interesting.
0: They're doing something interesting with the character, but before there wasn't much to
1: it. No, he was a bounty hunter who, yes, he had a cool voice, Uh, kidnapped Han Solo, and then um, got bitch-slapped into a barge wall and then slid into Sarlacc Pit. His death was literally a joke.
0: I mean, George Lucas literally was like, "Ah, just throw him in the pit.
1: So anyone who's been sitting there with their crusty sock and Boba Fett fantasies, I'm really sorry. The fanboy element was what made this show possible. So congratulations, you manifested something with those wet dreams of yours, and here we are. In this lovely place called The Book of Boba Fett. And honestly, I'm more of the, this should be the book of Fennec Shan. God, I fucking love Ming-Na Wen. Yeah, Ming-Na is pretty damn amazing. I met her once. She looks amazing in person as she does on the show. Um, she is just beauty and grace and badassness. And all the characters she's played since Mulan. I, I She's one of the few things of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I wish was canonized. She's awesome. So... I'm glad she has a show.
0: I think it's interesting that normally Boba Fett is kind of like the stoic-ish character, but I feel like, played against Fennec Shand, like, she's really the stoic one, so he has to be a little looser.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what the situation is. He's more like the chill, kind of loosey-goosey kind of a guy. He's just kind of a working-class dude. He's a truck driver I would know in New York. You know, he's, he's just that guy. So... How that's going to work in the long term against someone who actually is stoic and badass like Fennec? I don't know. But I like their dynamic, and as long as people are open minded, I will be open minded to it. I like the material that we get. I love the sand people. I mean, the the sand people like group. This is the first time we're really seeing their culture. I think developed.
0: Well, we got a bit of it in Mandalorian last season.
1: We we didn't really get their culture. We everyone they looked exactly like they did in Star Wars New Hope in Mando. This one was like, they looked more like the Knights of Ren, their wardrobe, their attire that we got to see a little bit how their, their rituals and their family dynamics go. Um, this is actual development. And I feel like that was the thing. Like Filoni was like, or Favreau was like, we love the sand people, but let's make them less these weird barbarian things. Like we did a little bit of that in Mando, but let's like really make it real this time. So they're, they're giving them entirely, an entirely a culture is going to be made for these people.
0: Is sand people a slur? Should we just be calling them Tuscans?
1: Yeah, let's call them Tuscans. Yeah, the sand people does does feel a little racist. The great Tuscan people of Tatooine. Say the whole thing.
0: The great Tuscan people of Tatooine.
1: There we go. I like the, the alligator lizard a lot. That was really cute. The massive? Yeah, it's just a little puppy. He. Even yeah. What a weird people. dog. Yeah, it's like he was petting it when he heard it. It's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay.
0: Well, that's the trope. Like, you know, he's a badass, but you got to show that, like, he's nice to animals, so he's not a complete asshole.
1: Yeah, he's not an asshole. He's just trying to survive. And that Rodin was a fucking That Rodian was a fucking asshole.
0: That Rodian's a fucking narc.
1: Like, he really fucking is. Like, oh, look, look at this guy. He's trying to get away. He's trying to get away. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. We could both get out of here. It's like, dude, you and your people, I don't care what color you are, you're all assholes
0: you know what i appreciated about the tuscan though
1: say the whole thing
0: you know what i appreciate about their characterization of the great tuscan people of tatooine
1: thank you what
0: they're writing in single file to hide their numbers
1: there you go look at that someone pays attention in star wars class
0: i wish they paid attention in star trek class
1: you can tell the writers of this show pay attention in in star wars room as opposed to people in the Star Trek writers' room. Actually, they probably haven't watched a single episode. So that's just where it's at. And sorry to spill over, if you haven't listened to our Trek-In podcast, in which I single-handedly scream bloody murder about the writers who deserve it, then please come over. You will see that I'm not just a simp for everything. Some people deserve death. And it's the writers of Star Trek Discovery.
0: Yeah, I feel like we got more stuff, like more flashback stuff, than we did like actual present-day Boba Fett stuff.
1: We did. We got we we got a lot of flashback stuff and a lot of abstract things to kind of feel you know, like make it weird. They wanted to make it feel, I think, strange and and disorienting because that's how he felt coming out of it. So they they did that. Um, we are going to probably see him how he rose through the 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 great Tuscan people of Tatooine and how he became who he is now, which is this person who's being treated like royalty but doesn't want to be full royalty. He wants to do this with respect, with with strength of people loyal and united. But other people obviously don't agree with it and that's why they're going to try to kick his ass. But he's befriended two Gamorrean guards who are a little light. I feel like they're a little thin for Gamorrean guards, but nonetheless, there they are, helping out. And that's the, the way the show proved its point. It's like he let them live And he didn't torture them so he can be like, work for me and all will be well. And they did and they went and saved his ass. It was a really
0: good call because, yeah, he would have been toast without them.
1: And thus reminding us he's not the badass here. It's Fennec Shan. She's the one doing parkour all over the place.
0: I was screaming parkour at my TV screen as they were all like chasing each other.
1: Yeah, that's about right.
0: I do like this characterization of Boba Fett though, like honorable because like, prior to Mandalorian Season 2, we didn't really actually have any information about Boba Fett, not really, not as an adult, because he had four lines in the original trilogy. I like that they're actually making him into a character. It took 30 years.
1: We didn't have any real canon opportunities for that, you know, like in that defense. But like, yeah, there wasn't anything that people... I don't think there's been anything in, in all this time period to make Boba Fett the badass that everyone looks him to be. But finally, I think we're going to see some cool shit now. And I'm open to have my opinion of him change. I just want people to realize that, that his character is starting now. And everyone has these preconceived notions. And you have the expanded universe and all that stuff, yes. But this is really going to be his character. Not your preconceived notions that everyone's been fantasizing about. And I think when it comes with expectations, fans are probably going to have a problem with that.
0: I thought it was an interesting choice. To refer, to refer to him as a daimyo, which is like a Japanese term. It's like a feudal lord.
1: Well, that's the thing. Star Wars is is so much connected to Japanese and Western cinematic cin, cinematography.
0: No, I, I get that. I just think it's very interesting as a choice to use that word in Star Wars. Yeah. Also, that droid that was like announcing... Um, announcing the people that were paying tribute.
1: He's the dude from Java's palace. Yeah, he's Java's, he's Java's palace torturer. That's why he was like, we gotta torture them, right? We gotta torture them, right? Because they're all, no, that's it. That's all, that's all he's his, his designed to do is just torture the gong droid.
0: Did you recognize his voice though? It's uh, Matt Berry from uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show.
1: Oh, nice. That's great.
0: I kept expecting him to say bat and turn into a bat and fly away.
1: That's so cute, well, hopefully, then hopefully that she's gonna be coming back and having more fun,
0: yeah, no i I realized it when I was listening to it the second time, and I was like, "Oh,
1: I know that voice.
0: They do probably really need a protocol droid, though,
1: yeah, they need a protocol droid. do we know how many episodes we're getting of this show, by the way?
0: It's gonna be a total of seven episodes,
1: seven episodes, okay, cool, and each one's about forty minutes, let's say,
0: yeah, I think I think they're gonna vary in length, but it'll be similar to Mandalorian,
1: okay, cool. That's fine. That works for me.
0: You know what worked for me? Seeing that Max Rebo's alive.
1: Yeah, he got a gig, man. He got a gig. Jazzman's alive in a well.
0: And that variation of the Cantina theme that were that they were playing in that scene, I loved it.
1: Was it a variation of the Cantina theme?
0: Yes. It sounded a little bit different. It felt like it had like a Spanish guitar sort of thing in it, but it was good.
1: I like where this show could go. I'm I'm very much I don't have a lot to say about it because it's it's a big question mark for me of what happens next and I want to see the whole thing before really having any thoughts on it or at least get a little bit more of the spirit of the show because I still feel like there's something missing of its spirit that we haven't seen yet just the way that they're doing the stylization of it and if it's going to be really truly extremely nonlinear from here on out like it it's it's going to be a lot to keep in our heads to figure out
0: yeah, I kind of wish they had done a double-length opener.
1: Yeah, for something like this, it, it helps. It helps.
0: I just, I just feel like we didn't get enough of the story in the first shot.
1: That's that's exactly how I feel. That's why I feel like I feel like something's missing.
0: Where's our Grogu at the end of Mandalorian episode one moment?
1: Yeah, we don't have that at all yet.
0: Do you hope that they keep this strictly kind of grounded criminal enterprise sort of thing? No, no Jedi, no Force.
1: Oh, please. No no Jedi, no Force, no mythology stuff, just the underground. I hope that um, I saw someone talking about an article they had read in which Kira might come back. You know, we get we get Daenerys back into the fold. Like, I want all this, the the plot lines that we did not get because we lost Solo stuff. I want, I want more of that here. I want Kira to come back. I want to see Han Solo if Harrison Ford will come back for this because he keeps crashing his planes, so hopefully he needs Yeah, money. but
0: this is post-Return post of the Jedi, right? So. Yeah, but
1: like, this is post-Jedi, but still, like, maybe he wants revenge. Something. Maybe that could be a man's hell. If they see them working together, that'd be awesome.
0: I feel like if we're going to get any more um, Kira or, like, young Han Solo, it might end up being in, like, the Lando show. Because we don't know anything about that yet.
1: That's true. The Lando show is still a thing. Assuming it's still a thing.
0: Yeah, maybe it's still a thing because they... They have a tendency to, like, announce new Star Wars projects and cancel them also.
1: Look at all these amazing shows we're going to give you. You'll get at least two of them. I don't... I I trust Marvel, but I do not trust Kathleen Kennedy with with her roster.
0: Yeah. Like, they they already canceled the Rogue Squadron movie, or they've indefinitely held it. And the Rangers of the New Republic show, they've canceled, but they might put some of the plot into The Mandalorian, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't care. Just give me Ahsoka, is what I'm saying, actually.
1: I know. We're all here for the same reason, Ahsoka. That's what we want, and that's what we're hoping it all it all comes to bear. So, that being said, Filoni's in charge. Favreau's in charge. I trust this is literally just the beginning. As long as Kennedy doesn't fuck with anything, I think this is going to be good.
0: I mean, so far, Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus has been really good. So, I, be- I have no reason to suspect that this won't be amazing.
1: Yeah. No. I, I think it will be. I think again until we see more i'm i'm not going to comment i can't comment too much and get too crazy hype because i'm in the middle of it it's just i feel like i feel like the episode is paused on my television i went inside to get a drink and some television and and something to eat and i'm going to come back to my seat in a week and the i'm just going to hit play and the next part's going to go i'm at a commercial break a week long commercial break and while that's true about other shows like Hawkeye, things like that, I feel like I could understand each of those shows better. This is, this is not even a halfway point. This is like you're five minutes into the show and the beginning credits have barely started, you know? So I don't have a lot to say other than it's cool, I like it, I like what I see, what happens next?
0: All right, so make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Joseph.
0: And we'll see you guys next week.